Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? We're back at it again. The Night Shift Band How's is here. Be- no. We got Thomas here. And your boy, Zach. Um, back at it here. Back with another Marvel event. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It just came out uh, on the 19th. Yep, on the 19th. That was a Friday, guys, because you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we're here to talk about uh, surprise, surprise spoilers. For yeah. So um, real quick, just to talk, just to say mm-hmm. this for non-spoilery stuff. Um, it was good. Go watch it. It's definitely an episode that's like setting up some groundwork. Yeah. So definitely go check it out. It's good. Yeah. It's it's definitely just the beginning of everything. You can see we're like, oh, these are the things that they're thinking about. And what they're being pulled from. Okay, cool. I, I, I get this. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So definitely Go check it out. Go check it out. Go check it out. That's all we can say about that. Go check it out. Spoiler time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The spoilers. Okay. So I, I think we... The first thing I should say is it was split into two different stories, which kind of makes sense at the very beginning of this, since it is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You have to see where they're both gonna, you know, start off and then when they're gonna be together yep. to actually be the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes, exactly. Um, and let's be real, like with Wanda and Vision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, while they have more screen time, I think put together than Wanda and Vision, yeah. it they still suffer from being side characters, meaning that we don't really have that much character development from them. So, Which is very important. Very important. So one of my favorite things about these shows is that we get the little moments that they have of being human. So, and, you know, I guess we'll hop into um, just saying this. The Falcon being human? <laughs> yeah, Falcon being human. Like, he goes back, he comes back. Mm-hmm. He talks to his family. You know, their family, just regular old people. They've got a boat, yep. they have a business, you know, they're just regular ass people. It's nice seeing Falcon just being human. He's him yep. also, his sister. I, I do want to point out that he is supposed to be the new Captain America and he is an actual Uncle Sam. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's supposed to be the new Captain America. Now, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess we do have to talk about that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, to finish off with his the humanness of him real quick. Um, yeah. It was nice to see him interact. Like, and let's be honest, it was nice seeing him interact like how black people would interact with each other. <laughs> exactly. Especially seeing him and Rhodey talk to each other, mm-hmm. how they talk to each other, or like how we normally do, and then just in the neighborhood too. Yeah. So it shows you the different levels of how, you know, we can speak to each other. Yeah, and like it's, it's not just oh we do this all the time. No, no, no. It it is definitely levels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you kind of see all three of his modes. Like you see uh, him being professional, you know, just making a speech mm-hmm. about Captain America. And you see how he talks to Rhodey, right. where it's still professional. They're still uh, you know colleagues, but you know you're gonna throw a brother in there once in a while. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah, my guy, and you know do something like that every now and then. It, yeah. Customary, yeah, and then you see him with his family. It's like, hey, what's up, bro? Handshake, do the whole one hug yep. thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, you see, like, hey, yo, you still owe my sister a hundred dollars. Like, that part was what got me. And then you saw him, like, and then you saw, uh, I forgot who it was, but they had the response of, like, oh, a hundred bucks, uh. just like yeah. how real <laughs> people do. Yep. I was like, that's a real response right there. Like, man, you're going to be mad at me about this $100? It wasn't even $100. It was 50 You still owe her money, dude? Like, nigga, I remember it being $100. <laughs> exactly. Like, come on. Stop with that. Like, bro. I just saved the word. <laughs> that's another thing, too. I literally brought back half the population. Well, I was gone, and I saved yeah. the world. Yeah. Like, come on, who who can say that? Not you, who owes my sister a hundred dollars. Exactly. But then, but they'll be like, "Bro, man, I'm sure you got a hundred dollars lying around your apartment." Blah blah blah. You know, Tony Stark. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Who is dead? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Like, how's he gonna pay me if he's dead? Oh, he's probably got some. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Nobody's had superpowers before. This is new. <laughs> but so it was nice, definitely nice seeing that. And then, of course, the tragic part part of him um, actually not being able to get alone. And yeah, again, this is why if they keep doing this with these shows. I'm really going to love them more than the movies because it's the small things I, that I like to see. Oh, let's go get alone so we can go ahead and take care of the restaurant. Wait, what? What do you mean I can't get alone? My, you don't have income from the last five years? I was, I, I was dusted to death. <laughs> like, come on. Like, I, I didn't exist for five years. Not my fault that I didn't exist. Yeah. Like, not my fault at all. It was literally a natural fault. Would you call it a natural? Yeah, I, I was actually he was literally trying to fight against being erased from existence. Exactly. So why shouldn't he get a loan? But nah, sorry, you can't get the loan. Denied. Yeah. Actively helping and still can't get a loan. That's how they treat us like. And on top of that, and I was thinking about this too while I was walking on um, running errands yesterday. He's a vet. Yes. Before he's a any- vet. He's a, before anything else, he's a vet. Yes, he is a fucking vet. You telling me this dude not, mm-hmm. who's not only a vet helps other vets with PTSD, mm-hmm. and he's an Avenger working aside, alongside Cap and fighting like just terrorists and a fucking alien who just collected all the all the magical stones in the world. <laughs> yeah, he, he he collected the MacGuffins and then they did a the thing. Yeah, they did the MacGuffin thing. Yeah. Uh, also, check that, out our, our MacGuffin episode coming out this Wednesday on Night Shift Bandits podcast. I tried to I tried to slide that in there. You see how I did that? You did that. I like that. <laughs> Yay. But yeah, like, they <laughs> went and got off thing, and it, none of that was his fault. He was actively fighting against that. Mm-hmm. He still can't get alone. He still can't get alone. And that's just crazy to me. And to be honest with you, it did have a sense of the real world in it because of the fact that, I mean, I'm not going to get political or anything like that, but we're putting these unfair situations and a lot of these companies feel like they don't have no sympathy. They'll say they'll have sympathy and they may have something, but it won't be anything to significantly help you if they decide to do it for you. Or they'll have policies that maybe only not even 5% of people can take advantage of. Yep. Yeah, so... It's exactly things like that. And yeah. they didn't. I, I also noticed that he didn't even offer any other methods. He was just like, this loan is just rejected. Yep. Bye. No, he didn't no, say no. bye. He didn't say bye. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> he was true. like, can I get a picture? <laughs> like, nigga. Yeah, he, he asked for a picture, which was, bro, really? Which... With the wings, with his arms spread out like wings, like, I am not here to be a puppet show for you. That is basically what it was. And Sam had that look. He was like, nigga, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. Like, that that was absolutely ridiculous. Honestly, that dude should have gotten fired. Yeah, he should have gotten fired. That that was a lot of misconduct on his uh, behalf. Um, It was a lot. And to... I guess, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to start, like, after the fight scene and after the speech, but... No, 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 that's fine. Um, But, yeah, like, I mean, there's not much to talk about for the fight scenes. They were fight scenes. Uh, One was in the air. One was not in the air. And they were all with Batroc the Leaper. Yeah. Um, Both of them had Batroc the Leaper, which brings another connection for... The and part of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, um, real quick to comment on that. Um, the the fight scene with Batrock, it mm-hmm. was it was cool. Like I like seeing Batrock again. Um, I I like my characters to have. I like characters when they're uh, when they do a lot of parkour and they're flexible and they do a lot of flips. So I was enjoying that. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, Batroc knows how to fight. He gave, he even gave Cap some pause, so he yeah. knows how to scrap. Um, and Sam was getting his ass kicked until he was in the air. 
I mean, yeah. Have you seen a bird try to fight on the ground? It's not significant, no. I mean, I bet you once he gets that shield, though, he's going to be a badass. Once he learns how to use it properly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I think, like, once him and Bucky gets together, they're just going to make one hell of a team. Because I get the feeling they're going to cover each other's weaknesses. I feel that way, too. And I feel that uh, Bucky's also going to be teaching Sam a lot of things. Yeah. Because if you really think about it, I mean, hell, he still has those skills from being the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he, re- he remembers all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and that kind of goes into uh, Bucky's whole story. Oh, before we move forward, I want to ask you a question. Um, yeah. What was going through your mind in the very first scene when Sam was putting on that suit? Is this going to be the Captain America Falcon hybrid suit? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Oh, really? I was like, I was, th- I was like, this is too early for this. Oh, I meant like the suit, like his actual suit suit. Oh, his actual suit suit. Yeah. Oh, I, I honestly, I, I thought that the uh, he was doing some sort of like press event. Oh, uh, okay. But I thought it was going to be like, I thought it was going to be like for a school or something. I didn't think it was going to be like, oh, I'm giving a funeral to the shield. Oh, okay, so I thought that for a split second, I thought it, he was going to a funeral, whether mm-hmm. it was Tony's funeral or something for Cap. Um, right. Because and the reason why I asked that question is because a lot of people thought that he was going to a, like uh, Steve's funeral, which I'm like, it wouldn't be Steve's funeral because he's still technically alive. Yeah, they they didn't say Steve died. Right, he's here. He's just old as shit. And we did have old man Steve in the comics for quite a while. Yeah. So, we, uh, I, I kind of thought that, like, okay, he, maybe he's going to a funeral. But then he looked at the shield, and I'm like, he took the shield. I'm like, oh, okay. Then it must be something else. And lo and behold, it was a press event, which, again, mm-hmm. gave the shield to the museum for them to hold on to. And to say, hey, this is for Cap. Yeah. This is the shield. There we go. So, yep. I, I didn't think it was going to be that. I thought it was going to be something completely different, mm-hmm. but still something important and significant. Yeah. And of course, he has doubts about the shield and everything. So. Yeah, well, he has doubts about. Uh, yeah, it is just everything, really. Yeah. Yeah, understandable because taking the mantle of Captain America, it's a big, it's a big step up. Cause That's a, a huge step. Huge yeah. step. Huge step. But. I mean, he he has to actually be the some he's basically all might yeah pretty much practically he's got the weight of the entire country on him because they're all looking at him to be a hero that guides them like do it yourself and again he's what america's supposed to be like when we yeah. say like oh america's a melting pot we're a melting pot we're equal mm-hmm. we treat everyone nice you know, he's what America is supposed to be, not this crap that we're dealing with right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, you mean, yeah, let's not go in there. Yeah, let's not go in there. Anyway, um, so, yeah, let's go Let's go ahead and get into Bucky, because I'm let's, really excited okay. for Bucky. So, with Bucky, it, it starts off with a fight as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and his fight was, it was pretty good. It, it was a lot of sneaking around that I didn't expect from uh, the Winter Soldier. To immediately go loud like that. <laughs> like, okay, you sneak around and then you bust through a wall to take out somebody. <laughs> he did the nemesis. <laughs> no, that's what Batman does in Arkham uh, the Arkham games, too. I know, but Nemesis is like the Kool-Aid, man. He just busts through all oh, saying, hey, ne- what's up? Nemesis does just bust through everything. It's like, okay, I'm here now. Luana party? No, <laughs> too bad. We're gonna party. And in all honesty, oh damn, that's a tangent. Real quick, in all honesty, okay. you don't ever hear Nemesis, so he probably sneaks no. around too. Yeah. So, oh man, that's even more terrifying. Because <laughs> really, that's he, way more terrifying. Yeah. Because you hear him walking when he's running after you, but don't we don't hear him walking before he busts through a wall. 
he is a very light-footed seven eight person or thing probably weighs like fucking five tons or some shit i i would think like if you're in that that area i, I would say about 500 I don't know. Maybe yeah, it, I can think about five hundred. Maybe it feels like five tons because he, whenever he jumps, the, the ground shakes. Um, oh yeah, it hits. Oh, it hits like a Mack truck too. Okay, that's a tangent though. <laughs> but anywho, um, but yeah, but yeah, so, with uh, yeah. with with that fight scene, it was just uh, I liked the, a lot of the choreography. It did seem like it was a lot more cuts than it should have been, but it was pretty good. Um. I do like the fact that he went ahead and said Hell Hydra mm-hmm. as he completed his uh, contract. Yep. And um, then I noticed like, oh, there there was one extra one there. I wonder how that's going to play into the rest of the story. Mm-hmm, which it does. Um, comment on the fight. Wait, it, go ahead. Okay. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. I, I was going to say to comment on the fight real quick. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. excellent fight scenes, and I'm really happy that the Captain America series has good fight scenes. Um, yeah. Like, these are action movies, so the fight scenes should be phenomenal, which they are. And the Hell Hydra scene, I felt like that was that was them telling the audience, like, okay, this is Bucky back when he was full-blown Winter Soldier. Like, this is back when, if you're confused as to what he is right now, even though you see the metal arm with the star, even though you see him have the mask on, this is him when he's winning soldier. Full blown. And he kills that one guy who didn't need to be killed. Which I feel bad about, because he was trying so hard to get the key into the door. <laughs> he really was. And honestly, I think if he had just stood there and not said anything, mm-hmm. and just kept looking at the door, Bucky wouldn't even notice him. I would have just said, like, look, bro, if you see this dude over here killing everybody, just walk out the door, bro. Just go outside. Just go out the door. Yeah, you came in one way, just go back out that way. Exactly. <laughs> so Like, that's all you got to do. But uh, that that guy definitely does play in later. And uh, it actually ends up with uh, Bucky going on a date before he realizes how much that uh, plays out for him. Oh, wait, there's a lot before that, too. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn, you just skipped right, skipped right over a few things. Like, okay, a lot of that stuff didn't really, I didn't really care about. Because the the dude who's, like, hanging or is his, uh, what, uh, comms officer is, is just, like, uh, the, the dude who's all, who was asking him about Red Wing. Oh, shit, we're going back to Falcon? Oh, sorry, sorry. I, I completely forgot that that was Falcon. Yeah, I, I, actually, now that I think about it, I, 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 I need too. to rewatch this series. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to rewatch this series again, uh, the episode again. But yeah, um, but he was talking uh, to that, to, that old dude. Um, yeah, he was talking to the old dude, and then uh, when the old dude came up and they were going to go out for lunch and bumped into the younger guy. That that was actually pretty interesting to me too because it's an event that could actually happen in real life. Just like you said, it you know they're bringing these small little details into yeah. into the world, and mm-hmm. that could, that dude could be somebody later on in the series that we had no idea was popular. Exactly, and again, like he when they had like that like that little altercation in the alley with with Bucky mm-hmm. and his old pal. Yeah, it's like at first I thought that was somebody he knew because he would have been just as old, right? Um, but come right. to find out, that's just, of course, as we find out later, that's the dad of the guy he killed. Yep. So he takes him out for dinner. I don't, I don't know how long he's known this information. I don't know how long they've been hanging out, but of course they go out for lunch on occasion, and the old guy promotes his wingman. He promotes the, the yeah. wingman. like, yo. Hey, he likes you. Y'all go on a date. Pretty much just talking for him. <laughs> it's funny. He, he was not shy about that either. He was just like, yo, you want to go on a date with him? And she was like, yeah. I, I, I mean, this isn't the way it's normally done, but sure, I'll give it a shot. She was in there too. She was like, she was, she was like, look, I've been eyeing him 
every time he comes here. <laughs> I begin yep. extra portions. He better notice me. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm gonna go out with Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So then he goes ahead and goes on this date and during the date I think that's when he puts two and two together. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like, Oh, okay, that before the date scene, I was immediately thinking like, Oh, that old guy, yeah. he's Japanese too. I wonder if that was the uh, that younger guy's father. Yeah, they find had out that it in was. the back of my mind. Yep, and you find out it was, and mm-hmm. it is just like okay, he leaves the middle of the date to go and pay him, uh, pay this man back some money that I don't think he even needed to pay him back. He didn't. He really didn't. Because um, again, that seemed like the relationship <laughs> that they have. And you go, when you go out with a friend like that. It can go yeah. either way. You're like, oh, no, I got you, bro. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, someone just pays yeah. the bill and just moves on with their life, not even thinking about it. Exactly. And honestly, I thought that uh, when he was talking about, hey, let's go out for dinner, mm-hmm. when, you know, with the altercation with the younger guy, that Bucky was the one that was going ahead and uh, saying that he was paying for everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought he said that, too. I could have sworn he was like, oh, this is on you. I'm like, okay. But you, again, that's how yeah. friends work, right? That's how exactly. friends are. It's like, you don't really care if you pay, if they pay. I mean, yeah, that's just how that goes. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I was just like, wow, that was that was really hard hitting because he literally just figured everything out right then and there. Right, exactly. Um, Which, yeah, just a, a nice touching scene. Yeah, nice little touching scene. And I get the feeling that's going to go somewhere later on. Like, he's going to reveal what happened, which actually leads into the next scene um, with the therapist. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which, she is the best therapist ever. She takes no shit. <laughs> None at all. Like, the way she looked at him, and when she grabbed her notepad, and then he was like, oh, now the notepad again. Like, they've done this before. Yeah, they've done this before, and she knows him at this point. And what makes it cool is that she's a vet herself. So she knows, yep. and she's been, what, did she say she was on the battlefield as well? Yes, she was. Yeah, so she knows what it looks like. She knows what PTSD looks like. She knows what this depression looks like. Like, she knows what Bucky is going through to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, obviously, she, she knows on the professional side, and she knows because she's either experienced some for herself or has mm-hmm. seen people go through it herself mm-hmm. and this is where you find out that the u.s government is going to pardon bucky for being a soldier um mm-hmm. which again understandable because again he helped cap out a lot he was there defending the universe you know he yep. went to wakanda got pretty much the programming out of his head so all he's really dealing with right now is the ptsd and the bad memories like when he was dreaming about uh that mission he went on right so, and from from there, I think uh, a lot of what he's going through is trying to come to terms with I shouldn't be pardoned, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, uh, the other part of that whole thing, uh, the session is mm-hmm. because we didn't talk about this part. I literally just remembered it when he went to go and apologize to the senator or government official. I'm just gonna say. Oh, yeah, I was going to bring that up next. <laughs> okay. But we can hop so, into that, yeah. Yeah, so when his psychiatrist is act, uh, asking him, did he do anything illegal? Mm-hmm. He immediately lies. And then <laughs> we go to seeing him immediately breaking at least four or five federal laws. <laughs> and the thing is, I think she knows. She knows. Oh, yeah. She oh, knows. Yeah. She absolutely knows. <laughs> Absolutely no. But then she asked him another question. I can't remember what that question. Uh oh, did did any did you hurt anyone? Which again, he lies and we immediately see him break someone's arm mm-hmm. and knock them out cold. Yep. And the thing is as soon as she asked that question, I was like, he's gonna say no and the answer's going to be yes. Cause Yes. Yep. It, that's how it always goes, and it, I was not disappointed. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I wasn't. That was a, a pretty good uh, scene to snap back to. It was, and it good. happened so fast. It did. And my and favorite then, question, which is, 
which was like, did you do the third rule? <laughs> yeah, the third thing, which, oh my God, that was so, the third rule is the best one. The because best after one. all of that, he had to go ahead and say, hey, I just wanted to apologize for everything that I've done to hurt you. I am not the winner soldier. I am Bucky Barnes. And he did it with a smile. Yeah, that I think that was the cherry on top. The the fact that he pulled off a smile after breaking four or five federal laws and and actually by that point seven <laughs> federal laws. Exactly. And then once once he left, then the cops just came in like, oh yeah, that's right. You were talking about some illegal shit. Because yeah, and one thing we failed to mention was that this was somebody that Bucky. Again, when he was Winter Soldier, he helped them get into office. And now that Hydra's gone, they were just enjoying the power. Yep. So, I I can see a lot of people doing that uh, during the snap and everything. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, think about that. It's like, now that Hydra... Like, if someone helps you get into a position of power and they got destroyed, but you're left standing, hell yeah, I'm going to enjoy that power. You got me here, I'm going to enjoy it. And I have no big exactly. bosses around, bro. I'm gonna have the time of my life. Strippers and yep. for everybody. <laughs> Everyone gets strippers. Everyone gets strippers and blood. Oh wait, Bucky, don't do it. No, Bucky, no. Damn it. Yeah, no, no, not not you. Wait, no. He has a, a certain order of words to say. Doesn't? Don't he, don't say those words in that order. Oh, he doesn't have that anymore. Apparently, they're, they're gone. Oh, that's right. Thanks to they're Sherry. gone now. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Good job, Sherry. Yeah, we, remember we talked about that. That's why he's White Wolf now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Even though it's a blank slate. Uh, yeah, sure. Even though we have. It's a, not how that works. That's not how that works. And plus, we have another character named White Wolf. We have a couple characters named White Wolf. Yeah. So it's like okay. So when we actually introduce the real White Wolf, are we gonna just that, forget about Bucky? Be... Well, I don't think they're gonna forget about Bucky. I think they're gonna be like, I was using that name or something like that. Right. So it's gonna be something like <laughs> it'll have to be, but yeah. But um, the reason why Bucky's storyline is about to be my favorite is because of the fact that I'm a big fan of redemption storylines, and mm-hmm. he's dealing with a lot. Like we never talked about it in the movies, but right. Bucky started off being a good guy. He was brainwashed and programmed, and then now that he's back to being normal. It's like you have all those deaths on your conscience. You have so many people's like lives that you've taken away from them. Some of which weren't even... Um, some people who were innocent. Uh, like, the, yeah. like, this, like the guy's son. So mm-hmm. it's like, imagine coming back from that. Just coming yeah, back from that. The know, amount of trauma that he has to be under is immeasurable. It's immeasurable. And you see that in the scene where, again, when he wakes up, um, you see mm-hmm. him not sleeping in his bed. He was sleeping in the corner, like on the ground. Um, and you see yep. that a lot. Uh, I don't know how true it is among you know, real life vets, but you, you see, definitely see it a lot in media. Um, what I'm thinking about right now is there was a scene in the Punisher Netflix series where mm-hmm. there was a young man who was a vet and he had dealt with a lot of PTSD. Oh yeah, and he was in that bunker. Yeah, he was in that bunker. He dug up a bunker, and he just went in there. And Mm -hmm. I think it was also raining as well, but that's how he felt comfortable. Yep. Yeah. And it was just like in his parents' backyard. He had a room in the house and everything. Nice bed and all. Yep, and he still chose to go outside, uh, dig a a bunker out, Mm -hmm. and hang out there. Exactly. It was the only place he felt comfortable. So when when uh, I saw Bucky like sleep on the floor like that, I was just like, man, that that must be a thing for a lot of soldiers because it's not even this country that has It's a lot of soldiers in other countries that do the same thing. Yeah, because I mean, hell, let's be real, let's be honest. Not to hop into this, but you know, war is a motherfucker. Like if you're at the yep. front lines, you're seeing so much death, you're killing so many people yourself. And when you get back, that changes you. Oh yeah, yeah. We, I think like you're, uh, you're not even the same person anymore. Yeah, I was listening to some uh, like some podcast, and the guy who was a vet, 
he was like, all that death just rewires your brain. That's what I've heard too. Yeah. But, um, not in, in different terms, but yeah, the exact same sentiment. Yeah. So, um, to, to see Bucky like that and to just, oh, yeah, yeah, he was a World War II vet too. So obviously, mm-hmm. he probably has a shit ton more PTSD. Um, yeah. He, <laughs> he has to, he has to deal with the depression, World War II, then being kidnapped, tortured, brainwashed. Sent out on missions to do various heinous acts. Mm-hmm. Uh, then put up against his best friend, mm-hmm. who eventually knocked some sense into him. Literally. And yeah. And then he's had to come to terms with, oh my god, I remember everything that I did. Yep. And that wasn't even him. Yep. 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 And it's like we all know it wasn't you. I'm sure the U.S. government yeah. knows. I'm sure Cap definitely knew. Um, Sam yeah. knows. So, oh, but, definitely. But the thing is, it was still done by your hand. It was mm-hmm. still done by you. And it's sad. It's very sad. And it's going to yeah. be interesting seeing them try to flesh this out a little bit and see how he deals with it. And that that's one of the things that I hope that they really do in this show is flesh all of that out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, you know, just to bring them together, um, him and Sam are, are sure of themselves. Like, I feel like they are. they're both dealing with a lot of stuff. Uh, they both have a lot of mental baggage. And it'll be interesting to see them not only complement their weaknesses, but to also complement their mental states and their various issues. True. I, I think that what this series is going to do is obviously it's going to eventually have them become really good friends. Yeah. But I also think that aside from that, it's going to have them both uh, find out why Cap liked both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I guess we'll go ahead and explore, like, okay, why did we leave the shield with Sam? You know, why? Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and explore, you know, the issues with Bucky, you know, because they're right. both Captain America's legacy. Um, yeah. They're both, like, if you want to call them this, they're apprentices. Um, best they friends. are apprentices. Yeah. So let's they just, definitely are. Let's just go ahead and explore that. And like I said, this is going to be one of my favorite aspects of these TV shows because we can't do it in the movies. We don't have enough time. Um, right. You know, we can't be like the Snyder Cut and just have like a four-hour epic. <laughs> I, I still have not watched that yet. Mm-hmm. I watched. I, I I don't know. Okay. Um, I'll, we'll talk about it off mic because okay. they flesh a lot of shit out and it's so far I'm liking it I only watched the first hour it's, okay it's, it's cool but we'll talk about it more All right. off mic then yeah 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 um, so and then uh, one thing we failed to mention as well is that this is part of Sam's story I think you were going with this as well is the fact that he has a uh, he was working with his other soldier who's actually Falcon <laughs> In the comics, yeah. yeah, he took over the mantle of Falcon when uh, uh, Sam took over as Captain America. Yeah, and um, you have that little B plot going on, and we're introduced to—I guess you can call them the main villains of the series, the Flag Crushers. The Flag Smashers, yeah, sma- Flag Smashers. Flag Smashers, yeah. So yeah, taking their name from a uh, Flag Smasher. Uh, one of Cap's rivals. Mm, okay. So, I didn't know that. Um, yeah. But, you know, you see like a little scene where the guy, he's actually just trying to infiltrate what looks like this terrorist group and trying to track them. But, of course, he tries to fight the main guy who has superhuman strength and loses, of course. Um, it's a great degree. <laughs> Pretty brutally. That, that was a... Yeah, he should have died when he hit him in the head. I I thought he was dead. Like after after I saw him step on his head, I was like, um That that's death, right? Nope, it was not death. But Yeah, apparently the human uh skull is very, very strong. <laughs> Indeed it is. And 
we we didn't focus a lot on them because again this episode was just build up just seeing where both our heroes are at in their lives right now which is good um it establishes things so we see who they are we see who we're dealing with um we know Zemo's going to be into this but how involved Zemo is with these guys we don't know also I'm not sure how they're going to be using uh the other guy who took over Falcon mm-hmm. I think that yeah he is trying to lead up to take over the role of Falcon mm-hmm. but I, I really don't. I, I think that would be something that's at the end of the series. So mm-hmm. I want to see like where his character goes and why he's going to the if he does. Yeah. Um. I think like what's going to happen at the end of the series, my prediction is that mm-hmm. uh, Sam's going to take up the mantle of Captain America. Um, yeah. So we're in agreement on that. Yeah. So of course the guy's going to take on the mantle of Falcon, um, and of course Winter Soldier is going to be the Winter Soldier. Or maybe the Sun Soldier. Or maybe the American Soldier. Who knows? Hey, he could be the U.S. agent. Wait, no, that's another guy. Oh, that's named another guy. Whiskey. <laughs> He's named after Whiskey. What, what's his name? Uh, Johnny Johnny Walker, yeah. Oh, I thought it was Jack Daniels. Oh, oh, oh that, that comes later with, you know, <laughs> more mind wipes. So... <laughs> yes. But yeah, yes. uh... We're, I'm, I'm gonna just go ahead and jump to the end of that episode go and it. yeah the guy that they brought out to replace Captain America which Sam looked really really upset about he was very upset he, he was very nettled right there cause the same uh, guy who was like yo we're gonna keep this for Cap and leave it in the museum this nigga <laughs> this man just literally just gave the shield away yeah, gave the shield that Cap gave to Sam to some guy that nobody ever heard of, Johnny Walker. Mm-hmm. And I like and, the buildup too. Oh yeah, the the buildup was great because it was just like going and going and going. And it was just kind of like, okay, so who is this guy? And then he comes out and then gives a win. Exactly, and you see the suit. You see how slightly different it is, and mm-hmm. when they show his like his the front part of his body when they show like who he yep. really looks like you you see the uh you see the little references to the uh u.s agent suit <laughs> yeah you you definitely do which i i liked on that but i thought it was a little too soon for them to do that although it it, it i feel this, like it's too soon but it also seems appropriate you know because he's not captain america so he can't have the exact same suit but I feel like it's also too early for the U.S. agent role to be fulfilled and to have that uh, kind of symbolizing what he's going to become. Right. So uh, my thing with that is the fact that with the U.S. agent suit, it, I think the blue suit looks fine. As for him being introduced, I don't. I wouldn't say it's too early. Because I would say you're just putting your pieces on the table right now. Because we may not see him do anything big until maybe episode three, possibly. Or maybe next episode. We're just establishing who our players are and we're just taking it from there. Um, so, I don't know. Like, keep in mind, too, they have six episodes. Yeah. And this six. is only episode one. This is only episode one. So, and it was about what an hour? Uh, forty-five minutes, maybe forty, because of credits. Yeah. And the thing about that okay. is the fact that they may have to play fast and loose with a few things. True. So, but that's just me. But he, um, I remember listening to somebody, and they were like, "Yeah, his jawline does not fit the mask like Chris Evans does." No, it doesn't. <laughs> he he kind of looks like some, uh random antagonist boxer character from like the 30s <laughs> like one of the rocky movies <laughs> yeah um looks yeah. like his name could, be, could have been sluggo or something like that like slugger america or something yeah <laughs> but um but i think they did that on purpose because they want you to know that like okay 
this is Walmart Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> Walmart Captain America. Yes. This is Walmart Captain America. You get it from, no, better yet, Dollar Tree Captain America. Um, oh, it's the Shasta Captain America. <laughs> He's not really named Captain America. His no. Name is, it's U.S. agent. Right? <laughs> Damn, that he I think becomes about... an unknown soldier. And <laughs> I think about it, that is like a little fake uh, name you would find in like yeah. toy store of Dollar Tree. It really is. <laughs> it, oh. oh. I'm, I'm looking for Captain Americas. You all got any of those Captain Americas? No, but we have the U.S. agents. <laughs> and see, that's the trap for your grandma because you'll say, Hey, grandma, I want a Captain America toy. She goes to the dollar store, talks to the guy, and he's like, Yeah, we don't have any Captain America toys, but we have this one. Like, it's very similar. U.S. agent. Then grandma buys anyways. On Christmas Day, you open up your present, waiting for Captain America, but no... It's Jack Daniels. Ooh, um, I am so glad my grandmother paid attention to me because she was like, that is not the name that my grandson told me. That is not what I'm getting. <laughs> hey, hey, your, uh, grandma's a, your grandma's great then. <laughs> oh, yeah, she was. She was. Yeah. Yeah, no, my, my, my grandma did the same. So thankfully, we mm. both have grandmas who are awesome. <laughs> exactly. Very awesome women. Indeed, indubitably, indubitably. Um, but yeah, like that, I mean, overall, I think the entire episode was just, hey, we're we're just here to set up pieces on this board. We're going, we're going to set up a story for you. You know what you're getting into. Yeah. You can see that this is going to be a regular-ish type of show. It's not going to be like WandaVision, which was very experimental. Yeah, it's straightforward. So, it's straightforward. Yeah, it's a very straightforward show. So I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not too excited about it. But at the same time, I am very excited about it because it's new Marvel content that we're getting. Exactly, um, and I'm very excited for oh. it. And I can see why this one was going to be first because <laughs> this is more straightforward. It's a more straightforward superhero flick. And WandaVision yeah. had the mystery, the questions, things of that nature going on. So I see yeah. why they would have put this one first. But of course, yeah. they, but of course, due to COVID, they weren't able to do that. Unfortunately. Yeah. And I, I definitely do see this as being the introductory to the entire phase four, which mm -hmm. it introduced itself as an introductory. Yeah. Like, you right. weren't thrown into anything random except for that first fight scene, which, okay, you're thrown into a mission. Yeah. There are many movies who just throw you into a mission that doesn't matter in the long run, which this could entirely matter in the long run. Yeah. I and, really think it is. It does matter. Yeah, and this is the kind of, um, I mean, this is the kind of, like, uh, genre, not genre, this is the kind of uh, show to do that in because they're secret agents. You know, they're yeah. from Cap to Bucky to, to uh, Sam. They're all secret agents. <laughs> this is what you do. And we we are supposed to be getting another character in this too, right? Um, Agent Thirty or whatever her number is. Oh, Agent Thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sharon. Yeah. So, hey, we get to see Sharon Carter again. Hopefully, yeah. it is Sharon Carter. Yeah, we can see Sharon, yeah. Because, I mean, Sharon, she was in uh, Winter Soldier. And it makes sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, we haven't seen Sharon in a while. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, I'm thinking that hopefully she wasn't blipped and she was just doing a bunch of training during that time. I hope so as well, but you never know. Yeah. Like, it seems and like... And even if she was blipped, she can just, she'll just come back and she was the exact that she was five years ago. Yeah. And... I'm hoping like she just has a lot of badass scenes because she is a great character, um, mm -hmm. and I'm really hoping like they just have her on as like a third member. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for too. I'm hoping that she gets introduced in the second episode too. And I really hope they don't do her like they did Mockingbird in Agents of Shield. <laughs> oh, I did not watch Agents of Shield. I had a feeling that it wasn't not going to be canon eventually. Well, and it just 
wasn't. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, that's the whole issue with like the Netflix shows and the mm-hmm. Asian, Agents of Shield is that at first they were trying, then you got the feeling that they stopped trying. And if you look at external yeah. sources, they you found out that they didn't really like each other. You had to read in between yeah. the lines for that. I mean, when they said the green guy, instead of saying the Hulk, I was like, oh, they don't own the rights to say the Hulk in this show. That means it's not actually Marvel. Yeah. This doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, because they reference like, the event. They reference Avengers consistently. And, you know, eventually yeah. they started saying the names of the characters, like in like in Luke Cage. I, I think they did in, yeah. uh, yeah, in Luke Cage they did. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't think that they ever really said them, like, in the beginning. It was always just illusions. So. Uh, the big green guy, the flag waver, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So... The, the billionaire mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah so it wasn't really yeah but yeah what i was talking about is that in agents of shield you had this badass character named mockingbird obviously she's from comics and mm-hmm. her fight scenes were one of the best because that girl could fight like look up some mockingbird fight scenes they did a great job with her choreography all right it was going to be her and this other guy, I forget his name, who actually turned into one of my favorite characters. Uh, I forget his name. And those two are going to have their own TV show. They even called, the episode that was dedicated to them, they even called that episode a backdoor pilot. Oh. Yeah. And it was a really good episode of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but it never went anywhere with it, if anything. They wrote her and the other guy off the show, and we ne- they never came back, at least as far as I know, because I stopped around the, uh, after the Ghost Rider arc, that's where I stopped watching. Not not saying that it was bad, because it was actually getting really good, um, but I just dropped off, and I need to hop back on. Yeah, I, I don't think that Ghost Rider's a good character to have in a movie, per se, mm-hmm. but really, in right. a TV series, yeah. awesome. I think Ghost Rider fits perfectly in a TV series. Oh, yeah, and he was good. Like, the guy who was playing Ghost Rider, I forget his name. He was a really good Ghost Rider. And I was bummed out when they announced his show and they canceled it. Because he was going to go back to playing Ghost Rider. Oh, was it Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider? Um, no, it was still going to be... Let me look up, let me look up the name. Hold on. Ghost Rider. Yeah. I, I'm really hoping it was still... Uh, excuse me. Johnny Blaze, um, and that's only because it'd just be the original. Well, it was Robbie Reyes. Oh, okay. That's he was the next one in line. Yeah. So it was. Um, I mean, he's the most recent one too, and I think he looks mm-hmm. a bit more cooler, and his uh, storyline's a bit more unique. Yeah. So, yeah, he looks so cool. But he looked like Johnny Blaze's Ghost Rider. If anything, Agents of Shield actually had Johnny Blaze in a flashback. He gave him the power of the Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure how that happened in the comics, but oh, it did. Cool. So, oh, in the comics, okay. it's something completely different. I want to say he's possessed by the spirit of his dead uncle, who studied a lot of witchcraft, um, and magic, and Lord knows what else. And does this have to do with Santeria? I I don't know. Um, cause I don't think they really fleshed it out in the comics that much either. Um, okay. at least to my knowledge, I could be completely wrong. But, yeah, it's, um, he was dealing with a lot of magic, died, possessed, uh, Robbie, if I'm saying this correctly, and he became, like, a Ghost Rider-esque character. Like, I'm talking, you actually okay. look up a picture of Robbie, and hell, I'll put it up in the chat. Um, no, no, I've, I've seen a picture of Robbie, I, I okay. know what he looks like, yeah, he, he looks kind of like Ghost Rider, but not really. Yeah, like, his skull, it looks more like a helmet, but it has, like, fire shooting out in certain parts of the helmet. Yeah. and it, But it looks cool. It looks badass. Um, oh, yeah, it definitely does. I'm not diminishing anything from But uh, I want to say that it's kind of like when you look at Batman and he's wearing a different suit from the very last issue that you, that you read him in. Exactly, exactly. That's it. Right. It's just a little bit off, but you still get that same feeling. Exactly. So, and 
It's a, uh, I mean, he's pretty cool. Like, I would not mind seeing Robbie again and them just having referencing the other Ghost Riders. Um, and, you know, the cool thing about him is the fact that he has the Charger. So. Oh, yeah. He, he's not uh, riding a bike. Yeah. And it's badass, too. So it's like, hey. I, you want muscle car, right? Exactly. And this character is going super underutilized, unfortunately. So. I mean, there are a lot of characters in Marvel that are going underutilized. Yeah. And they're just so badass. But, mm-hmm. but uh, anywho, um, is there anything else in this episode that you want to talk about? Uh, I believe that that's it. Um, I mean, pretty much, like I said, it was just an introduction. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I just can't wait to see uh, what's coming up next. Because this does not really give a good idea of what's going to happen. Yeah. It It just brings up a lot of questions. Exactly. It brings up a lot of questions. And again, like an action movie, we got to set up, see where our characters are. And I guarantee Mm -hmm. you, give at least one more episode for at least a little bit more setup. Then we're going to have nothing but action. um, And we're going to really see what's really going on. Mm Mm-hmm. So... But, um, I agree with that. Awesome, awesome. But um, but hey, everybody, just want to thank you all guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening this long. Um, please check out the Nice Bandits. On, pretty much anywhere where we get your podcast, we're on everything at this point. Uh, definitely follow us uh, on social media, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and like, and like the video. Uh, I'll definitely put the links to our social media in the description as well as our link tree so you can access the podcast. Uh, also, if you like romantic stuff, if you like talks about the culture, uh, we just recorded a great session over on my other podcast, Perspective Discussions. Uh, the Night Shift Bandits do appear on there. We do have like some cameos and <laughs> some crossovers over, the, over there. Uh, I definitely Tom, have a few. Yeah, you definitely have a few. Bri has a few. Theo and Joy have been on there as well. So definitely check that mm-hmm. out. Um, and... Yeah, hit up Perspective Discussions on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we're working on that YouTube channel, so that's going to be coming out very soon. So check us out, check us out. Awesome, awesome. So with that being said, you guys have a good night, and we'll see you next week. Catch you later. Watch the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yep, watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Get it.